Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like a You Problem. I'm Daisy. Thanks for following along. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the love and support you guys have shown me very recently. It has been so rewarding to see. And today I'm talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart, but I also feel like we are all experiencing at least at some point in our life. And that is instant gratification, inflation, and finances. Let's get into it. Listen, we are normal people and we have normal people problems, but it's really, really hard to differentiate how we should be spending money when we're constantly seeing influencers and content creators online and how they spend their money and they live their life. Now, though it is a luxury and a blessing for them to be able to buy and afford a multitude of things, it is not normal for the average person with average finances, which is totally okay, by the way, to go spend $300 a week at Target anytime they want, or go on a no-budget shopping spree, or buy a Berkman bag to reward themselves for some hard work that they did. Though it is amazing and beautiful, honestly, they probably worked their ass off for it in a different way. I know that I don't get paid for this podcast. I don't get paid for YouTube. I get paid pennies for TikTok, and I still own a business and run a business. And I'm doing these things, this online thing that I'm doing is full-time full time. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm doing it. If I have time Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm doing it. I'm editing, I'm recording, I'm thinking of ideas, I'm outlining the stuff. So I know that it takes a lot of hard work because you have to work at it as if it's a full-time job if you want it to become your full-time job. And it can be... (laughs) It it can be a lot. So I do resonate and I do understand. And I'm not talking about the narrative that like influencers like, you know, try being an influencer for a day. They have access to a lot, a lot of things. And I get that. My point is, I don't. You probably don't. We probably don't. Um, I wish and desire and work very hard someday for that not to be true. And I can't wait for the day I get to share with you guys. That's no longer my reality. But right now it is. So how can we navigate this? How can we get through this? Because living off credit cards is literal insanity. I have never owned a credit card. Up until two years ago, I bought or I got a secure credit card. You might ask, what's a secure credit card? Because I did because I had no clue they existed. And my credit was surely suffering after my alcoholism. A secured credit card is a credit card you open with your cash. So the spending limit is however much cash you put in. It's essentially a bank account that you can use, but that you need to pay off and will help you build your credit. As long as you don't go into debt through that, you can only spend what you have. So I have a $200 limit. I can only spend $200 and then I have to pay that back. It's my $200. If I close the card down, I get that $200 back. It it will always be my $200, but I'm capitalizing off that $200 to build my credit. So I get a tank of gas on it a month and then pay it off and that's it. And it helps me have a line of credit open, whatever. It's a lot. It's hard to keep up with all these adult like things and be like, oh yeah, I haven't got a tank of gas on my credit card this month. And I got to remember when I get home to get on my laptop and pay it off because for some reason there's no app for the freaking one that I have. But I just applied through Credit Karma. It was really easy if you guys are interested in doing that because it honestly has <laughs> improved my credit and I love doing that. But again, not why we're here. We're talking about like instant gratification, inflation, and finances, which I guess that's finance related. So you can't be too mad at me, right? 
Stop making money emotional. It needs to be logical, okay? So we cannot get so emotionally involved with the way our bank account looks like with the lack that we're noticing in our life, perhaps. And comparison is the thief of joy. So if you're comparing yourself to these people that you see online, you, that's all you see, you know? You don't get to see the rest and it will steal your joy. It will make you not, it will make you blind to the blessings that you have, okay? I am so, so grateful for all that I have. I'm grateful that I have a camera to talk into. I'm grateful that I have a phone and I'm able to pay the phone bill. I'm grateful that I have a car that's reliable. I'm grateful that I have insurance on it because that was not always the case. Um, I'm grateful that I have health insurance and that I'm able to pay for that monthly. It does not make all my appointments free, but it, it helps. And I'm grateful that I'm able to do that. And these are things that I didn't have for a very long time. I'm listing off things that are human basic necessities and that I didn't have. And I work my ass off to be able to have those things. And other people are working their ass off to get a Birkin. It's different, right? But that's okay. If you're experiencing FOMO and not confronting your issue with instant gratification, you're going to probably struggle with financial, financial stress, lack of finances. And honestly, I'm just going to be real with you, lacking self-discipline makes you ugly. I said it. I'm sorry. It does. You have to confront these things. Where's your money going? Do you budget? Does your income fluctuate? Does it fluctuate in an upward motion, but stay consistent at a baseline? Or does it fluctuate all over the place? Check yourself. Who are you? What is within your means? You can reward yourself at a birthday party, at a holiday, if you get a raise at work, but not every week are we dropping, again, a couple hundred at Target. So maybe you have to save up for those experiences and those kinds of things. Maybe you have to save up because maybe that's your desire. Okay, maybe your desire is to go drop $300 at Target. Well, you're probably going to save up for like three months. You might save up for six months and put $25 a week, a paycheck away. If you get paid bi-weekly, that's $50 a month. That takes six months to get $300, but maybe that's your desire. Maybe that's what you want to do is go drop $300 at Target. You know what I'm saying? So work with your within your means. Find out what you want to do and what's obtainable and how you can obtain it without going into debt. Because, girlfriend, we cannot go into debt for things that are luxuries. We have to check ourselves. Who are we? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's consumerism and overconsumption is gratified online, okay? Because they have the means to do it. But you don't need that thing right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not just yelling at you. I'm yelling at me too because I have an issue with this, okay? I, I do. Instant gratification is something that I struggle with. And I think because it's shoved down our throats, we don't even realize maybe that it's something we're developing into having and by forcing yourself having a little bit of self-discipline and forcing yourself to get delayed gratification um will be beneficial in the long run for you obviously because it'll help kind of take away that dopamine hit that you crave from instant gratification that you get when you're on the in the inline when you're on the inline when you're in the online space inline skates figure eights lord okay so we can wish and we can work to get there one day, but we cannot be experiencing all these things at once. So I'm going to use a real life example. Something that I enjoy doing, a few things I enjoy doing, is Botox in my forehead, massages, 
and um, a facial, okay? Those are things I enjoy doing, but those are not things I can do every month. I can't do all of them in the same month, nor do I have the funds or the ability or the means, nor is it responsible of me to just put it on our credit card so that because I feel like I deserve it and I see everyone else online doing it, okay? About every three months, if I can, okay, usually my Botox falls around my birthday and that's a little bit of justification for me. Again, we can treat ourselves during special events. Like we don't have to, you know, tighten down the hatches to where we have no joy in life, but we do have to have some discipline when it comes to these things. So I, every three months, if I can, I'll cycle Botox, you know, and then I usually put it on a payment plan. Not everyone offers payment plan Botox. I know a girl personally. She's a friend of mine. I know all her certifications and I've known her for two years now. So don't get cheap Botox. Um, don't go to someone who doesn't know what they're doing. I just, I don't want to influence you to get like affordable Botox because that's your face, you know. But every three months, if I can, I will like do that, do that on a payment plan and then I'll try to plan a massage or I'll try to plan a facial. However, if there is something else of value that I feel that I want or is a want of mine, I'll write it in my notes app. And if I've saved up the money and I'm able to afford it, I typically will negate myself. Is that, that's not the right use of that word, I don't think. I will refrain, if you will, from getting that massage or that facial that month personally. That's just kind of like the cycle that I go through and that's okay. And you can find affordable ways to do this at home. Maybe you and your partner have a massage night party where you each, you know, you maybe go to the grocery store and spend 20 bucks between each other and split it. So you're only dropping $10 and you buy some oils and perfumes and a couple candles. And then you go home and have a fun date night and you take turns massaging each other. And then you probably with that $10 worth of supplies you bought, can do that multiple times throughout the year. That's just like a more affordable way to obtain an experience, that privilege, that luxury, right? And sometimes we got to be creative. I'm like always budgeting, always doing deals. I literally have rewards at every store I've ever shopped at, I'm pretty sure. I definitely capitalize on them. I use Fetch often, which is scanning your receipts for things you already buy. You get points and then you can cash out. I typically wait till the end of the year because December is a financially draining month for, well, let's be honest, everyone in the world, I think. I'm pretty sure. If you celebrate Christmas, it probably is financially a bit draining. Also, taxes. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's, I feel like I'm on base with that, but fetch, that's amazing. I will put that in the description. It's great because usually a year in, I will have $50 worth of rewards to cash out almost anywhere I want. Ulta, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Walmart, Sam's Club, like wherever. AutoZone, um, 1-800-Flowers, uh, Edible Arrangements. You can use it literally. Like you can cash out. Uh, ASOS is on there. Hot Topic is on there. A bunch of new ones just dropped on there. And you can capitalize more on it because there's like deals and promos going on. So if you spend like $20 on Purina dog toys before this date, then you'll get an extra zhuzh of points and you could capitalize on that like a lot more but again that's you spending more of your own money so I tried not to do that unless it's something I was already getting if you catch my drift that might be kind of abstract to you but it's much easier to use than upside which is like the gas app that I honestly cannot be bothered with I I tried it and it doesn't work for me this fetch I've been using for two years and I love this is not sponsored this is not an ad you guys know I'm not big enough yet for that if it is and when it is I will let 
you know, I promise, but I do just genuinely love them because I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to save you money. I'm trying to think of obtainable ways that are easy to implement in your life so we can enjoy our life a little bit because we are the normal person, right? Um, another thing, I got a Sam's membership, okay? And I got it half off. I waited for them to have a sale and I like walk in there and feel like I'm in a different tax bracket. I have never in my life had enough disposable income to where it would ever make sense for me ever in my life to buy anything in bulk. I was like, if I run out of deodorant, I will just scrounge up change and get myself some deodorant. I am not buying a four pack of deodorant. That's ridiculous. What if I die this week? <laughs> like, It just was a very abstract foreign concept to me. And I bought the membership on sale because I thought Jordan and I each have vehicles and we both have motorcycles. If anything, this is going to save me in the long run with gas in both these vehicles. And it has. But it also has helped with like beverages we keep in our house, water bottles, toilet paper, and paper towels. It has already paid for itself in savings because I told myself I was going to do the math and figure that out, see if it was worth it. I bought it in August. It's December. So within that time frame, I have already technically saved more than I spent on said membership. It's usually $50 a year. I paid $25. And Jordan and I are going to switch off every year paying the membership price. But if it wasn't worth it, I wasn't going to get it next year. However, I now know that it is worth it. And I am beyond grateful to be in a place where I can buy toilet paper in bulk. I don't oftentimes hear people say that because I think that by the time people blow up or they're doing things that are big on the internet, they already have money, they already have funds, if they have a lot of eyes on them, um, and maybe they're not talking about the reality of their life right now. But I want, that's the, re that if you guys read my description, we're vulnerable, we're transparent, we're raw, and we're real here. And that is the dang truth. Um, but a lot of those things that help require attention and dedication that allows you to save the, so you can splurge. And that is where like the self-discipline comes in because those require attention and dedication. So like I said, our splurge looks a lot more like a $60 massage twice a year. Um, not a Birkin bag. <laughs> but reality is that people aren't trying to, but they are showing how they live and spend money that doesn't, and that doesn't mean we make the same or that we can have the same habits. And then it's just constantly put in front of our face and then we don't even question our actions because what we're seeing all the time we perceive as normal because we're seeing it all the time. If you cannot buy something twice, like a good rule of thumb, if you cannot afford to buy something twice, don't buy it once. So if I can't afford to buy a new makeup palette twice, say it's $60. If I don't have $130 in my bank account, I'm not buying a $60 palette. Honestly, at this point in my life, I it's been two years since I have been under $300 in my account. And typically at on any given day, I have more than that in my bank account because it makes me feel safe. It makes me feel secure. And you guys, if you watched my Money Matters video, that's going to help your relationship with money. And I think that you should go watch it because that trick that I tell you guys in that video um, gave me so much peace. So find alternatives to doing larger scale events. Like I, like I was like, use that nail polish that I know is in your bathroom instead of going and get your nails done. Guess who does her own nails? This girl right here. I do my own nails. I, for Christmas, two years, three years ago? I think it was three years ago this year. I bought $120 worth of nail supplies. Everything. I'm talking nail grinder. I'm talking gel top coats. I'm talking press-ons. I'm talking glitter and gems and a whole thing of gel polish and matte top coats and everything. Uh, LED light. And I haven't had to buy anything new since to do my nails. And it's been three years. So I invested 
and doing that because I knew it was going to save me money in the long run. Literally doing my nails twice saved me money. Doing my nails and toes in the same day, already ahead of what the nail salon would have been. You get good at it, okay? You find ways to save. You find ways to budget. You find ways around things, right? And these people have that money and that disposable income, and they're spending a lot of their time working, recording, content, planning things, doing events, traveling, etc. So they're probably looking for convenience, and a nail salon offers convenience. But what it doesn't offer is um, competitive pricing if you do it yourself. Um, so another thing is if you can't wait to get your hair done, Go for a more low-maintenance hair style next week. And I know these are mostly like beauty habits that I'm talking about, but I do feel like that's mostly the audience I'm speaking to. If you are a male, then I think, you know, you there's potential that you're having overspending issues as well and maybe just need a little bit of financial advice and enjoy this conversation we're having about um, instant gratification and delayed gratification and you can apply that to other things in your life but I find that it's us women a lot that are like spending money on things to try to keep up with everything else that everyone else is doing um, so you look for a more low maintenance hairstyle girlfriend if you are the person who cannot wait to get their hair done and has to spend this amount of money then maybe it's time to you know check yourself and evaluate like what is a way that I can spend less money on this experience go for a more talk to your hair talk to your hairstylist and see if there's something that you can do that is more low maintenance um can't live without it hate to burst your bubble you're alive right now living without owning it okay so uninstall your DoorDash uninstall Uber Eats, uninstall Amazon, Sephora, I don't care what it is, uninstall the app if you're having a problem shopping online for that instant gratification. Boom, got it. It's going to be at the door soon. I have it. I own it. I don't have to worry about it. Some A way that I combat that is I will put things into my cart and close out of the app. I do this all the time. All the time. I will close out. I will put that shit in my cart and I will get off the app. I will come back and I will evaluate my total and my cart and nine times out of 10, I remove 50% of it. Nine times out of 10. Um, impulse shopping is an issue that I am working on. And that really satiates my need. Um, do you really all, do you really need all the streaming services? Do you watch TV that often? Do you need them all at any given moment? Um, for example, I rented Netflix just for three months in order to watch Gilmore Girls because that's where it was. And the second I finished, I canceled that subscription because I don't need it. I don't need it. We don't watch TV that often. We just don't. I have an Amazon membership and like Amazon video already comes with that. So if I need something, we also have DVDs and we don't watch TV that often. So that's something that I don't need. You know what I mean? If you're someone who literally every single day comes home from work and watches a movie, watches a TV, watches a show, you might have a different experience. But that's just another example. Um, also, you could change it up. You have Netflix for three months, cancel it. Get Paramount for three months, cancel it. So you have like four different subscriptions throughout the year. I don't know. Get creative. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, going out. People spend a lot of money going out. I don't go out anymore because I don't drink. So there's really no point for me to go out. But you got to think like you're paying for the gas to get there, the time and energy to get there. Also, you're using all of your makeup, supplies, products. Is it worth it? The energy, the time. Maybe you bought a new outfit. Also, then you're probably buying dinner and then you're buying drinks and then you're there for a long time. And then you got to also include tip and then you also got to include travel back. And like if you're drinking, you know, you should be Ubering and then if you're not like who do you give gas money who's your dd like what that is like easily 200 dollars dropped a month 
a night easily. If, even if it's just you. But also I was an alcoholic, so maybe that's like a lot of alcohol. But I feel like that's around about like you could spend upwards of like $400 a month doing that, just going out every Friday a month. That's that's insanity. So don't also that's if you don't lose your wallet. <laughs> But the best money-saving tip I ever did for myself was quit drinking. That's just my personal experience. Anyway, I hope some of these tips helped you. I hope some of this conversation maybe reframed your perspective on like instant gratification and online shopping and impulses and finances. And maybe it made you feel a little less alone, a little bit more relatable. We don't all have Birkin bags, coach bags, Ikea desks, you know, all the new makeup releases, everything, every foundation as it comes out. I love drugstore makeup. I do. I really do because um, it's what I have access to and I know what's good there because I've explored it and I've had to find what works for me. So I hope you find what works for you. Put a little bit of time and effort into that. Don't get stressed out about finances, okay? Go listen to my podcast episode, Money Matters. Thank you for watching this episode. I will see you guys in the comments. Leave a five-star rating review if you're on Spotify and I will see you guys in the next episode of Sounds Like a You Problem podcast. Happy holidays.